Bentornati. Mi chiamo Angela. E mi chiamo Liv. Ciao, come stai? Sto molto bene, grazie. Uh, e tu? Così, così. Perfetto, cominciamo? Sì. Listeners, your ears were not deceiving you. That was, in fact, a fluent Italian opening by me and Ango. Yeah, we've been working really, really hard and definitely didn't need to record those basic phrases like three times. That was the first go. We were great. I'm not even sure what we said in terms. I think it did. Any Italians listening to this, please, please tell don't them. tell us because <laughs> it will probably be very offensive to you and your country. Yeah, I was worried that this would turn into some sort of like cultural appropriation, you know, insult to Italians, but, you know, I'm sure they'll be fine with it, I think. We're, we're, we're nice people. We don't mean it. And it doesn't count if you don't mean it. So We're just fine. trying our best. <laughs> and I've, I've even got, as a salute to the Italian nation, um, some pistachio liquor, which is very tasty. So you're welcome. And I'm drinking red wine, which I think Italians also like. I think that's universal. Vino Rosto. Vino Rosto. Did you make that up or is that no, all Italian? No, <laughs> phrases. How do you say white wine? Uh, vino Blanco. Oh, wow, you are fluent. Oh, my God. I, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I just pick up languages so easily. Um, <laughs> How much Duolingo have you done? Um, not much. I'm still getting those angry emails from the, the owl person who just... It's so it's so angry. Why so do they aggressive? Like that owl haunts my nightmares. <laughs> I was like, leave me alone. I just want to learn a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I I got kind of stressed with that, so I just listened to podcasts while I was like cleaning my room um, instead. Which I think podcast was, did you listen to? It was like a kind of like a random one that I found. It was like learning Italian with Lucrezia. I don't, I think that's how you say her name. I'm not sure. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Lucrezia. <laughs> but it was really good. She was very helpful. She went through the phrases of like saying like buonasera and like you can say that like until five, apart from in like northern Italy. And she would like go through things like that and then she repeats it and then you'd have like the test at the end. Well those that is some good knowledge. Thanks, Lucrezia. Mm. Uh, I'm very devoted to coffee break. I did the whole of coffee break French before. So I naturally did Coffee Break Italian and I did, I listened to two whole episodes. So (laughs) pretty well equipped. We're both so good at this. I am the best at languages (laughs) apart from um, I'm really not. And I find it like, this is why I'm drinking because I find when I am drinking, I am so much more confident and tend to at least feel like I'm better. And that is really most of it, I think. That's a magic trick to speaking language as well. Anyone will tell you. A little bit of alcohol because it gives you that confidence you need. Mm, exactly. So, yeah, watch out for the end of this episode because I will be on the floor. But hopefully oh, no. not. It's quite hard to reach my mic from here. But <laughs> look like quite a small drink, Ango. Yeah, but it's quite strong. So, in, you know, this pistachio liquor is deceiving. Heavy. <laughs> it is quite it is really not that heavy i hope i won't get drunk out of this um but yeah so i've i've 
been progressing a little bit. I found that Italian is kind of similar to Spanish, so I can kind of like mush some of the words that I know together, but it's still quite different to what I'm used to. <laughs> How about you, Liv? How do you find it? Um, I don't find it. I, I do speak French, but I didn't actually find that that helpful. Um, it's almost like they're different languages so is spanish and italian (laughs) get off your high spanish horse um well the thing that's pissing me off is i also did learn latin but it's really not that similar to that either (laughs) so i mean no the only thing that's helpful is that uh, i watched a long time ago well not that long like a year ago the whole of that series about italian prostitutes on netflix and that was all in italian so that was helpful to me i think i know how to say like prostitute and lots of swear words but i don't really know how to say anything else cazzo Cazzo. um and there's a few other ones as well well cazzo means penis if you didn't know that that was <laughs> just a bit of education for everyone. Words not to say when going to Italy, or to say. Apparently, they say a lot, so. depending on the circumstances. <laughs> Use your own judgment. I'm like a 12 year old child whenever I read, uh, whenever I learn a language, because I go straight to the swear words because that's just the most fun. It's always the most fun to figure out how they've turned something kind of innocuous into something that's actually quite offensive. You're also like a 12-year-old child a lot of the other time. That's true, but mostly about the swear words, I think. But, um, <laughs> I was um, I was looking up some idioms, if, um, Italian idioms, and some of them are quite entertaining. Um, my favourite one is Minestra Riscalat... Ris- okay, go on, say <laughs> Drink some more pistachio. <laughs> I know, I need more pistachio, okay. Minestra riscaladata. No, that's not right. But anyway, <laughs> it means reheated soup. Because apparently when you lose interest in something due to a lack of originality, it's like having reheated soup, which is quite mean to soup, I think. Soup is nice. Oh, so like this third lockdown in England, that's reheated soup for us. Yeah, I think we should start bringing that back as a thing. As a, what do you mean it's, it is a thing in Italy <laughs> you bring it over <laughs> but just saying it in English just like oh that's such reheated soup god and if someone questions you just like have you never heard that before <laughs> <laughs> exactly and then you'd feel really superior and that's what counts when you're learning a new language feeling superior <laughs> that's what it's all about really it's all about dominance <laughs> So you can dominate more people in a different language. And I am such an aggressive, dominating person that this is why I do this kind of thing. Because I need to add this to to my repertoire. Well, I thought you were keen to learn Italian because you wanted to go on holiday to Italy. I didn't know about this domination agenda. (laughs) What, are you going to conquer Italy? Well, wouldn't be the first. But (laughs) (laughs) Who else conquered Italy? I don't know. I thought someone did at some point. They must have. I think Napoleon went down there. Alexander the Great? I don't know. Someone? No, Han, he was he was from somewhere else. No. Oh. I mean, the Romans mm. conquered everyone else. So really, the Italians were the conquerors. 
Yeah, but someone must have conquered Italy in the first place. Like, it must have been a conquest. As in, like, who founded Rome, you mean? Yeah, like the wolves. Or Aeneas. There are lots of different stories. Ah, so yeah, I'll be like him, basically. Like Aeneas. (laughs) I don't know who he is, but he sounds cool, so yeah. (laughs) This is what happens when you drink when you record a podcast. I I thought drinking was supposed to make you funnier. I mean, it's clearly not working in this case. <laughs> or maybe when we re-listen to this, we'll actually find it really funny. <laughs> well, this is the third episode of our podcast. So hopefully if you've got to the third episode, you're already too invested and you'll be okay with the way you're that we're... invested in your what? <laughs> our journey. Exactly. So that's what I think. I mean, we already hooked them in. We're yeah. already there. We already gave them a taste. With the uh, cinematic events of our first two podcast episodes. Now they can't get out. Exactly. So now on the third one, you Mm. know, everyone likes the content. No one has given us any complaints. No one has also told us they have listened to it. We assume there are people listening. My mum's listened to it. Oh, really? That's quite nice. Yes, she didn't like it. Oh, really? <laughs> well, no, she she had some complaints about a story I told about her. I can't remember what it was now, but um, she said she wanted me to stop talking about her on the podcast, and I said no. Uh, so that's why you bring her up now. I see. Yeah. So Val, if you're listening, I know it's your birthday tomorrow. That doesn't give you a free pass. <laughs> Oh yeah, so speaking of our um our story progression, uh how have you been, Ango, since our last podcast? It's been an interesting time, but it's 2021, so whole new year. That's true. Um many good things have happened in this new year. <laughs> I can't think of any so far. Um this podcast. The podcast came back, so that's good or bad, depending on your feelings. Um, Kim and Kanye getting a divorce um, could be good or bad. Yeah, not really, don't know their feelings. Yeah, maybe good it. if that's what they want. So yeah, so twenty twenty one has been not good. Hopefully, we'll be better. How are you, Liv? I'm great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Molto bene, as the Italians would say, but not really. Uh, so I actually had COVID since the last time we spoke um, to the listeners, not to you. I spoke to you yesterday, <laughs> which was not the best. My whole family had it and we were all really ill for like two weeks. We were so ill, we could like barely do anything on Christmas Day. We just lay around the house, not being able to taste things. <laughs> Oh, Liv, this is turning into a really depressing podcast, so you need to go something funny But I feel a lot better now. Um, I exercised for the first time yesterday, uh, which was went really badly. <laughs> I did a squat workout, um, and I couldn't get out of bed this morning, so... I've been plugging this to everyone, but um, dance workouts are great and I found a Hamilton dance workout you know you I tried that Hamilton workout and it was weird it was not weird it was weird it just started out with like arm movements 
That's why I have to do it alone in your room when no one can see you, obviously. I did not do it alone in my room. I got my two siblings to do it with me, and they both said, this is really weird, and maybe change the video. You undermined my authority in the family. <laughs> oh, I really wish I had a video of that. Oh, it's really not for other people to be there. I thought you got that with the whole dance workout thing. It's not for other people to see you do that to do it secretly alone when no one can see you but it was very good and I enjoyed it a lot so I would recommend watching um doing doing watching maybe just because it might entertain you I don't know maybe you're not up for dancing but just want to watch that sounds really creepy (laughs) why are you so creepy today I don't know it's the alcohol what if alcohol makes me creepy so you've been bad and I've been bad. So we've both been bad since our last podcast. How has your screen time been? Um, bad. Sensing <laughs> <laughs> a theme here. Yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, like the whole holiday season and being in lockdown means like the only really way you can connect with people is via a screen and like doing stuff like watching TV shows and like mm. movies and stuff. Um so yeah but I think I've been doing a lot more painting but then I'm not looking at the screen I'm just listening to the movie while I'm painting so I don't know that definitely counts wait counts as screen time or counts as not screen time not screen time okay because you're doing a primary other activity (laughs) yeah true but um yeah in preparation for the Italian I've been I watched um the Lizzie McGuire movie and that was that was great crash course in being Italian you must have learned some very specific vocab <laughs> Lizzie McGuire in Italian um no I was about to do it and I was just like don't <laughs> you're gonna go on the Italian hate website so I'm gonna <laughs> catch this recording and and then put it somewhere where i don't know get bullied for it so no i'm not going to do that thanks Liv, for trying to trap me Um, (laughs) trying to ruin your career no problem um so Liv, how's your screen time been has it been good or mal is it mal oh my god is it mal (laughs) my screen time has been benissimo oh no it's been bad really bad (laughs) <laughs> it's actually been malissimo. Have you? Just, did you just want to use that word? Yeah, I did. I I heard about it in Coffee Break Italian, and I liked it. But anyway, so yeah, my screen time has been malissimo. Uh, but I think it's not my fault because I was so ill. Um, and when you have coronavirus, at least when I did, I was so exhausted all the time. I literally could not do anything except lie in bed and watch TV. So I, and even like, I did get kind of bored of watching TV in the end. And since I've got better, I haven't really been having any screen time at all because I was so bored of it. Um, what did I watch? Uh, I watched Good Omens finally, which I've been meaning to do for a while. That was good. I, oh, in the Italian theme, I watched the TV series of My Brilliant Friend. You know, that Elena Ferrante book. You heard of it? It's very good. It's about two girls growing up in, um, where do they grow up? Naples. I think it's Naples. Yeah. Um, in the 1950s, but it wasn't very helpful for my Italian because they speak in a dialect, which is apparently not like normal Italian. 
Um, so maybe, but if you learned it and then went to Italy, people would be like, ooh, who's this mysterious woman? And if you get anything wrong, you'd be like, no, it's just my dialect. Don't be so rude. No, they just would not understand me. <laughs> but you could always use that excuse. It's like um, whenever I do things wrong, I'm just like, no, it's just the way it's done. That's then, true, she does say that, but no one believes her. <laughs> if you say it with such confidence, I think people will believe this is, this is back to you trying to dominate other people. <laughs> a very dark side of you has emerged recently. I didn't know I had this like, power-hungry person inside of me. but really <laughs> Now we do. <laughs> God, what's, what's the next episode going to be? Oh, I think <laughs> over a small country. I mean, no one stormed the capital yet, so... It's pretty funny. (laughs) Now we know it was organised by Ango. How did you find the experience of learning a new language? Um, So what I mainly did is, yeah, I mainly listened to Coffee Break Italian, which I really like. I really like the format of that podcast. Uh, Like I said, I I actually completed the whole of Coffee Break French. uh, When I was working like a human being in the real world, I would listen to it on my commute every day literally like seven podcasts every day in that time uh so I completed coffee break French pretty quickly (laughs) um and now I think when you're in a routine with podcasts uh you can really get in the zone uh I didn't really manage that this time because I'm obviously not commuting I think that was my main podcast time so I haven't, it wasn't actually very successful with replacing my screen time with this alternate activity because I didn't really get into a routine of listening to them. Podcasts are good, I think. I think they're good at the conversational part. Angus <laughs> says, podcasts are good. <laughs> Thumbs up. Five stars, but off screen. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I think podcasts are a good way to learn, but I think it only does like you can only go so far with podcasts you kind of have to know what it looks like written down (laughs) and the grammatical structure and things which I think are a lot harder to do via just like listening to someone so would advise you want to go off screen to get a book (laughs) well to be fair that's how um like babies learn language though isn't it they just hear spoken language yeah, but they do have to learn how to read and write, Liv. Well, eventually. But we're not babies, Ango. All you want to do is order a pistachio gelato. <laughs> Which, I'm going to say now, vorrei un gelato al pistacchio. See, that was really good. I would give you one, if you I have money. Not for um, per favore. Prego. Grazie. Yeah, okay. So those, those are all the words we know. We've <laughs> said a lot of them. Um, no, I learned how to say, posso nologiare una vespa. That's a good phrase, yeah. For any of you who are not as advanced as Italian as us, it means, please, oh, I think it just means, can I rent a vespa? Yeah, no clues there, because Ango's quite rude. Yeah. Um, because as everyone's Italian dream is to rent a Vespa and just like go around like mine is gonna be yellow it's gonna be very pretty and you know stuff off different vineyards and then hopefully not drink drive and crash into a ditch but ignore that part of it and in my fantasy whatever I drink I'm still allowed to drive because I don't get drunk I mean 
Have you ever driven uh, like a scooter before? Yes, I have, have in you? Thailand. Yeah, in Thailand. Okay, fine. Yeah. Well, if my parents, if my parents are listening to it, no, I did not. <laughs> I did not do that. That would be an irresponsible thing to do without an international driving license. Did you ever go to by yourself? Yeah, it was kind of dodgy. You just kind of just gave your passport, <laughs> and oh you were God. like. And I have a scooter, please. And then you take pictures because, in case they try to like scam you, but there was no scooter accident, so it was, it was actually quite worrying. But I mean, I, still four limbs, so who's who's the winner now? I guess you are. <laughs> yeah, have you have you um, ever rented a scooter? No, I care about my life. <laughs> I've also never been to Vietnam, so Thailand, actually. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. <laughs> no, I've been cancelled. So, Ango, how did you learn Italian and how did you find it? Well, yeah, I learned Italian with um, Lucrezia. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was, yeah, it was good. Um, But again, I think that immersion is the best way to learn a language. And so, prime time for me, actually not prime time because it's coronavirus, but if it wasn't prime time for me to go to Italy. Spend a nice weekend in two in Tuscany. Go up and down. Go to Naples. I don't think a weekend is enough to learn Italian. Maybe for you. <laughs> Maybe for me. For you, having watched the Hannah Montana film, you're basically there. That's Lizzie McGuire. God, <laughs> you are not getting things right today. Uh, so you were saying you think total immersion is the only way to learn a language. Well, that's not quite what I said I said it would be better if I got to go to Italy and experience the language in its pure form oh yeah the purest form yeah preferably with some pizza with some wine in Tuscany somewhere I think I would be you know it'd create the kind of right environment for me to absorb information I actually do agree though I think if you're actually serious about learning a language the only way to really do it is to go to the country and just like live there for as long as possible i think that's the only way you'd be like exposed to people like (laughs) exposed to people (laughs) horrifying um to be able to like actually have conversations with people learn like the jokes and the dialect and things like that Ah, the jokes yeah all the italian jokes i will learn will be so funny in italian maybe i'm just really funny naturally you know like the stuff that I say is just more magically in Italian would be really funny. Yeah, so anyway, um, I, <laughs> I was going to, in my like year out, I was going to move to France and stay there for a year, remember? That was my plan. Um, so I could like brush up on my language. But then, <laughs> the coronavirus. So I don't know if we're going to be able to travel next year when I'll be free. Don't say that. Oh, sorry. Uh, I think we'll be able to travel next year. I'm going to get the vaccine in me. I'm going to jab it. <laughs> I've done more better. I've actually got coronavirus. Yeah, you say you're fine. Just go all over. It's like having the vaccine for free. Or you can fly in bed for two weeks. So, I, yeah. Well, hopefully I'll get to go to Italy at some point. I do want to go to Italy. It seems like the most... It seems like a reasonable place to be able to go because it's in Europe. <laughs> Weird thing to say. It seems like a reasonable place to be able to go. Like not one of the best, but it's okay. No, I mean, like I do really want to go there. 
Um, but also I think it's probably less likely to have closed its borders to us completely. Yeah, well, now we've Brexited out as well. I don't know. Don't know what our situation is going to be. Yeah, the world must. If I was the world, I would hate the UK. Why? Because it just turns its back on everything. It just like is so like no, I don't want any part of Europe. Boo! And then no, I do want to handle the coronavirus pandemic properly. And no. Etc. That is British politics in a nutshell. That's like the last five years of British politics. Yeah, exactly. Very well. Some. So, if the next episode is going to be <laughs> politics, that I'm going with no, actually, no, I'm... Um, you don't need another podcast. That was it. Yeah, you don't even need to watch the news anymore. Just listen to our podcast. We have all the latest updates. Well, if you're American, you might need a bit more meat on the bones. What do you, it's kind of all the same thing, like Trump has done something bad. <laughs> wow, that's so true. <laughs> like, can you think of a single thing that, that, that doesn't apply to in US politics? Because I can't. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> back to language learning. Um, so, yeah. Immersion is best, but we don't know if we're going to be able to do it because the world is destroyed uh yeah depressing podcast i know it's usually you that's depressing but this week i'm also depressing no i'm really uplifting i'm like no you usually have really profound moments but i don't know if they're uplifting i know i think so well my profound moment this week was going to be about how learning languages is really interesting because like the way it shapes your brain and like um, the way that it's like such a unique thing to humans um, because animals can kind of do it but like they don't like fulfill all the like complex criteria of like creating new languages and stuff um so yeah I find that really cool that it's such a cool way to communicate we're, we're able to talk to each other and understand each other and make new things out of other things that's uplifting and that is profound so in your face <laughs> yeah you showed me I thought you were going to talk about that movie with the aliens in it. I was also going to talk about that because I, I also, I thought that was a great movie because it was just really interesting how you might need to say which movie. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> I think it was really interesting. It was the movie Arrival where um, these researchers meet these aliens um, and they're trying to communicate with each other, and uh, gradually the the scientists. <laughs> Sorry, live is your name. <laughs> Nothing to do with you. <laughs> um, I can't Leave me alone. So the scientist um, starts understanding the language. And as she understands the language, she has this completely new way of looking at the world. Like her perception of time changes because she sees things in a, a different way. And I think that's really interesting. Like the way that, um, the way that we speak, the way that our culture is so embedded in our language and the way that they communicate um like it's just cool and I, I I think if you're bilingual or polylingual that's like a very cool thing to do because your brain is actually quite different to someone who only speaks one language better <laughs> well I mean I think just different I think some people say that you're able to have like I think like some more flexibility or like you're able to just do a lot of things better apparently if you're yeah. bilingual so <laughs> So, and then you can go to these countries and 
actually be able to talk to the locals and like other people and just have a like a more like a less stilted conversation with them like you can actually engage with them and that's quite nice I think well I actually really feel the need to like learn another language well because uh British people have such a bad reputation and it is very deserved for not being able to speak other languages like guaranteed most other places you go in Europe everyone will be able to speak like you know at least English to like quite a good level whereas when we go on holiday like I went to Spain a couple of years ago and I knew no Spanish like I could barely say hola to people and I like, rented an Airbnb off of this woman and I came in and she like greeted me with a, a rattle of Spanish and I was like oh sorry I don't speak Spanish and she like looked at me and she was like not even a little bit and I was like no I'm sorry and I honestly felt so bad because I could tell she was thinking like Ugh, classic English and I resolved in that moment that I would get better at my languages but I haven't really well you have because now you know a few things in Italian it's true now I have all this vocab <laughs> so but that's like yeah I think it is true like British people do have a reputation for not knowing other languages because it's not really respected as much like no not at all like in schools it's really not prioritized Mm, and it's because like it's such like a privilege to be able to speak a language that is like the default in a lot of places yeah but then when you go somewhere where it isn't the default you should be able to like try and learn instead of forcing anyone to speak English to you (laughs) so in conclusion we've like learned a little bit more of Italian and I'm at least one step closer realizing my dream to um frolic around and drink wine in this and I was there too (laughs) yeah so in conclusion I feel like our aim of replacing screen time with a different activity was not that successful for language learning because most I think mostly we just did podcasts and podcasting doesn't really take place in what would be screen time yeah, I think instead of, yeah, I think it would be more going to a lesson. Ideally, that would be good because then someone could actually tell you if you're doing something wrong or pronouncing something wrong. Um, but I don't know, maybe I think the problem is that there's a lot of screen time that would be good for learning languages. Like, um, YouTube. yeah, but I refer you to our classification of good screen time versus bad screen time and go. I think if you're using screens to learn something, it's good screen time. Yeah, I need to, I think each week I need to remember that, you know, like it's not, we shouldn't demonize being on screen. We shouldn't make it like restricted in that sense. Like it's all about like the way you use it. And, you know, there is nothing wrong with actually being on a screen. So quite a big part of our lives. And this podcast isn't about like, making you feel bad about going on your phone it's just like maybe well it is i hope you feel bad <laughs> stop listening no, no. <laughs> maybe next week instead of saying how have you done your screen time you can say well i've been on my phone a lot but i've been doing so much duolingo and it's been great and the owl hasn't yelled at me once i'm excited for next week when i can come on and ask you how your italian's been going <laughs> for like for the hobbies that we've done we've done climbing and pottery um and like you've climbed since we did that and I've done like a lot of pottery since we've done that so I think those have both been quite successful 
Yeah, I think uh, I think languages are one of those things that you have to be obviously quite consistent about, and it's more of a slow burn kind of thing. Slow um, burn. <laughs> it's not a TV show romance. But yeah, no, I think it's something that I do want to do more consistently, um, and like try out new languages. Like, I think it'd be cool to like learn a bit of Korean. I am just mostly tempted by this because then maybe I could understand K dramas a little bit more. But <laughs> I think like. There's there's so much use in learning a language. I definitely think that's one of the things I do think that our society in the UK doesn't you know. Yeah, it's very worth doing. So Ango, what should we do next week? So I think we should do magic tricks because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> this would be a good use of my time. And I think we actually have like we have cards, I have scarves, I'm sure I can knit together. To, for the tricks i don't coins. have a fish or a dog coins i do have coins i could do i, you... I have a dog i could pull her out a hat <laughs> she's quite small i don't think cassie would like that very much cassie would take whatever she's given honestly she's so thirsty for attention <laughs> i feel like she'd ruin the trick by like peeing everywhere you put the That's hat on like just <laughs> pee would just fall out the magic tricks but magic tricks, and I think that'll be an an entertaining thing to do. I do, I think before I w- do magic tricks, I do want to learn how to shuffle, because I still don't know how to do that. I'm a really good shuffler. And by this, I mean like the card shuffling, not like the dance. <laughs> yeah, that would be a really random thing to want to know how to do before you learn magic tricks. <laughs> it's like you've got a list of priorities, right? Shuffle is right above magic tricks. <laughs> yeah but i think you need to be able to shuffle if you do magic tricks like i'm gonna master that first and then i'm gonna move on to all the cool stuff what are the ground rules are we gonna demonstrate our best tricks to each other um yeah i think i'll try out something and then i will you can you can judge from your reaction like how, <laughs> you are, how shocked you are dead um, silent <laughs> <laughs> yeah it probably would be really bad but entertaining entertaining um, for sure and um if we do any cool ones we might video them and then put them up on our twitter at off screen pod that's the one it's there it's not been posted in a while but it's there it's live speaking it's <laughs> stewing ready and there's some quality content on there so you can yeah you can follow us on there and we'll hopefully leave a smaller gap between the next one. Um, oh, who knows? Yeah, hopefully less world events will happen in between then. Oh my god, now you said that. I'm touching word, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, hope you all enjoyed our Learning Italian Slightly Tipsy podcast. And <laughs> Arrivederci. See you next week. Ciao, ciao.